Today on The Good Word, we're thinking about names, both the ones others give us and the ones we give ourselves. What's in a name? The question was originally asked in Romeo and Juliet, and we've been asking ever since. According to Shakespeare, there's not much in a name at all. What's in a name, he said, that which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. He does have a point. A rose is the same no matter what name you call it. And while it may be called soda in the West, pop in the East, and coke in the South, it's still the same sugary beverage. But sometimes names do matter. Take your own name, for example. Personal names can tell us who we are, where we belong, and how we're connected to other people. How many people do you know named after a relative? Depending on the culture, families might share a last name or take a parent or grandparent's name as a middle or surname. Names can change with significant life events. A woman might take her new husband's last name, or a child might gain a new personal name to mark the transition to adulthood. Names show respect and heritage. And personal names aren't the only way we can describe ourselves. Titles are also ways we refer to ourselves. For instance, the title Christian is an important one. Originally, the name wasn't what the believers called themselves, but a nickname meant to be an insult. In the early church, the missionaries Paul and Barnabas taught and preached in the city of Antioch for an entire year, gathering with the local followers of Christ. I imagine the neighbors weren't so thrilled to be hounded by passionate preachers of a new and unknown religion. Maybe they were thinking, if they're going to go on and on about this Jesus Christ person, maybe we'll just call them that. In any case, the disciples were called Christians, and the name stuck around. After all, what better way to show connection than a shared name? The name continues to be in use because we're still trying to do the same thing as the ancient church, that is, follow Jesus Christ. When we call ourselves Christian, we're calling ourselves by His name, merging our identities. His actions become our actions, His words, our words. Put simply, we're taking upon us the name of Christ. Elder Paul B. Piper had this to say about the significance of taking on us this name. Some are reluctant to assume the name of Jesus Christ and His cause because they regard it to be unduly narrow, limiting, and confining. In reality, taking upon us the name of Christ is both liberating and enlarging. It awakens the desire we felt when we accepted God's plan through faith in the Savior. With this desire alive in our hearts, we can discover the real purpose of our divinely given gifts and talents, experience His empowering love, and grow in our concern for the welfare of others. As we take upon us the Savior's name, we truly lay hold upon every good thing. When we choose to follow Jesus Christ, we're beginning a new life. We promise to try to become like Him, to act like Him, to become a new and better person by relying on His grace. With this new birth, we gain a new name, His name, and a promise from Him in return. So what's in a name? If it's the name of Christ, all that the Father hath. And that's the good word.